It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Welcome to the neighborhood. Good morning. Good morning. I see you. Hi, Tracy Garcia. I see you. I decided to turn my camera today so you could look at something else. Today, I've got uh, the other side of my space. That's a awesome Pearl Jam poster. Let's see, there's another one. And you can see behind me, um, rock and roll mudra, y'all. Rock and roll mudra. That was actually 3D printed in, I think, Turkey. I ordered it online. Good morning, if it's morning to you. Good morning, good morning. I hope that you're all getting your slow jams on. Hi, Jackie Carr. Oh, and Jordan, give me the thumbs up. I love it, good to see you. Yes, rock and roll mudra. Oh, my friends, my friends, my neighbors. Hi, y'all. Hi. I love that we have these absolutely safe and hygienic gatherings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Monday. It's Monday. What's our Monday song then? Monday, Monday. So good to me. Really? Monday? What provoked them to write that song? Monday, Monday, so good to me. But I will say this. Monday is completely neutral. It's what we decide it's going to be. Am I right? It's what we decide it's going to be. Oh yeah, Manic Monday, that's a good one. It's just another Manic Monday, oh. I wish it was Sunday or Fun Day. I can't remember the lyrics to that one, but I'll have to bust out some bangles. This is a bangles, yeah? <clears throat> Speaking of that, I am working on a playlist I mentioned yesterday. I don't think Manic Monday is gonna be on there, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> but I think Mondays can be whatever we want them to be. And right now, uh, does it matter? Do, do, does what day of the week it is really matter as much? Maybe for some of you, it sure does. Yep, the bangles. Oh my God, Nicole Mooch reminds us that song was written by Prince. The neighborhood is a wealth of useful information. And just think about it. Normally, we wouldn't have time to trade in such valuable information. Manic Monday, sung by the Bangles, lead singer, I think her name was Susanna Hoff, and written by Prince. Look at that. We just came up with that together. Jackie says, every day is Sunday. Well, you know what? We often say Sunday fun day. Maybe we can make some fun out of this. So here's the deal, neighbors. Here's what I've been thinking about. And um, I, I, I've been holding off on this one, to be honest. And I'm gonna tell you why, uh, because I like to share and be transparent. So this is something I've been thinking for, you know, at least the last week, probably a little bit longer but I have felt like it is possibly insensitive and I want to explain. So I've held off on talking about it, um, but I, I feel like today's a good day to share with the neighborhood now that we've been coming together for a bit here. Um, here's my, my quandary is, 
I don't want to um, go into conversation about how we can use this time when there are people who can't really use this time because they are working the front lines of this disease, this virus, this pandemic, right? So, and then here I am like, you know how we could use this time? And they're like, F you, I'll tell you how I'm using this time. I'm saving lives. And then there are people uh, that are experiencing things like food and housing insecurity. And I'm like, all, oh, you know how we could use this time? Do you know what I'm saying? So I've been feeling uh, reluctant to dive into this because of, the, of that potential insensitivity. But I do want to talk about it today uh, so that we can actually maybe be there to support folks that don't have all the space. Like for example, uh, my best friend from high school owns a grocery store. Uh, I have another great friend who works at a grocery store. Their day-to-day -day right now isn't what mine looks like or yours. Here I am in my little studio making content you know, for the people, right? And, and that's great because if that's what some of y'all are doing too, I commend you for that. That's really putting what we have to offer out into the world. It's how we can be of service. So I think that's great. But I just wanna like recognize that not everybody is experiencing the same spaciousness. Um, another group of folks I would like to call out is like people that are dealing with their kids being at home all day right now. Their, they, their reality probably doesn't feel exactly like mine. That said, uh, for any of us that are um, experiencing maybe space or boredom, like for example, my dad keeps texting me and telling me he's getting bored and I'm just like, dang bro, like I sure wish he was here, I could put him to work because I'm the least bored I've ever been in my life. But do you know what I'm saying? That there are some of us that are experiencing new space with the removal right, with the reduction of a lot of things. And that's why I wanna say this today. So in this pandemic, this social distancing or the self-isolation, you know, whatever we wanna call it, you know, we're calling it quarantine. And a lot of us, I think, are becoming very cognizant of the things that we either miss or we're suffering for the lack of them. Uh, and this is coming up in many ways that I'm seeing people that identify as extroverts are all of a sudden unable to kind of feed that um, desire for connection. Um, some of us, like, let's say you don't, you're not used to cooking at home, all, you know, you order out. I know the majority of Boulder seems to do that, given that um, if you try to go to a restaurant on a Tuesday at 4 p.m., there's a wait. So I'm convinced people in Boulder don't cook. But in any case, um, we're, we're, with, with the absence of certain things that we've grown very used to, I think some of us are suffering. So I wanted to tell a little story. I'm not gonna read you a story today, I'm gonna to tell you a story. Um, so this has to do with the first time I went on a Vipassana retreat. Vipassana is a form of meditation made very popular by um, S.N. Goenka, Goenka G. Um, and there are Vipassana centers all over the world. And uh, some of you have heard of this, but some of you haven't. So I'm gonna give you the short version of it. 
so in order to learn Vipassana meditation, one must go to a Vipassana center and commit to 10 days of meditation. And in those 10 days, each day you wake up at 4 a.m. and then it's like lights out at 10 p.m. I think you go to bed at 9 p.m. So I'm lights out at 9.01, I promise you that. But anyway, um, and between 4 a.m. and you know 9 p.m., you're mostly meditating. You also have uh, two opportunities to eat uh, and breaks in which you can go to the bathroom. But here's the thing I wanted to say is um, when I first went on one, I was absolutely shocked that they were going to ask us to lose, that's how I framed it, to lose contact with each other, that included eye contact, so certainly no touch, no talk, no eye contact, right? Uh, no reading materials, no writing materials, and no music. And the, and, and uh, no dinner, you know, so you have a very wholesome breakfast and lunch, no dinner. So I, I'm freaking out because all of a sudden I'm being told I have to lose a whole bunch of things that quite frankly, I would put real high on my list of shit that's important to me. Pretty much every single one of those things I just said. But I thought of it as a challenge. Oh, one more thing. And you can't exercise or practice yoga asana. That, that was, so uh, think of that list. Like, well, what else is there? For someone like me, I don't have kids or anything. Like, what else is there but those things? So I took it as a challenge. And let me just say, I wrote a whole blog about it. So if you want to read about how I kind of went insane in the membrane and came back. Uh, that's on my website, ginacaputo.com. It's under uh, articles or something like that. Um, but here's the thing. I took it as a challenge. I went without all those things. And I'm making that face like I'm a martyr because that's exactly how I felt. Like I was some sort of hero if I went without those things. And I didn't even understand it. And I kind of thought they were jerks. I was like mad at them for taking away the things that give me joy. But of course, when I came out on the other end, on the other side, I realized the tremendous value in losing all of those things for an entire 10 day period because my neighbors, what I was left with was just me, just me. And I'm not talking about the me that is attached to all those things, her too, but also the me that is beneath all those things, that, that is supporting all those things. So if you've been here every day of our Workable Day in the Neighborhood sessions, the meditation we do is an acknowledgement of that that's one part of you, but it ain't all of you. So when I went, I, I no longer call it a retreat because boy, it wasn't like, let's do yoga and then have a cultural adventure and then drink margaritas at night. Like it wasn't anything like that. So now I call it a Vipassana course. Um, but what I learned when I came out on the other side was so much about myself, my attachments, my aversions, 
there was a much more heightened awareness around my wholeness, my whole self. There was a, a, a marked lack of identification with the part of me that was so attached to all those things. And I understood that by removing them, I stepped into tremendous opportunity to cultivate awareness, compassion, a deeper understanding of suffering and how that works inside of me. It gave me an opportunity once all of those things were removed to see more clearly. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm saying to all of you right now, my beloved neighbors, is in, in this pandemic, we're calling it like a quarantine. But in traditions like Buddhism, this is called retreat, right? This is, in that case, it's a voluntary removal of those things that we feel attachment to, right? But, and here, okay, it's involuntary. And this is where I didn't want to be insensitive. Like some people are like, F you and your Buddhist retreat and, and your awareness and compassion and all of that. And, and if that's where you are right now, damn it, I see you and I feel you and I'm not trying to rush anybody's process here at all. And I'm not trying to diminish what people are going through. I'm just saying, especially to those folks that are feeling like, okay, you're feeling safe in the sense that like, you're not in immediate threat of dying or that you and your family are not going to be without food and shelter. Um, if you're finding yourself not sure what to do with yourself and resenting that you've lost all these things, I wanted to make this offering for a shift in perspective. That's my intention here today. Uh, just a shift in perspective that within now these little caves that we're in called our home, where we may be without some of the things that we think make us happy and indeed may bring this transient impermanent joy to you, right? That we have an opportunity here to look deeper. And I'm seeing some things that are super fun online. Like there's like a push-up thing going on where it's like you do 10 push-ups and you tag some people to do 10 push-ups. And I think that's freaking awesome. Push-ups are great, right? Let's all do some push-ups, they're great. Right? Especially if you work at a desk, like push-ups, let's do it. But there's also a part of me, to be completely frank, that's like push-ups. Like, is that the best we can do at this time? And I know, I know, I've thought about it. It's Maybe it's where we are right in this moment. And maybe it's just a tiny part of what we're doing. So I'm not villainizing it and do your push-ups, okay? Damn it, do your push-ups. But also, also, Maybe there's an opportunity for you, for you to ask yourself, what can I do on this retreat? Which could also be quarantine, you know what I'm saying? Depending on how you frame it. What can I do with this time? And I know it's hard because everything has changed and you might have children that are all up all over you right now. But I do think that you can make a conscious choice to carve out some space to really use this time that we could call a retreat from normalcy, okay? A retreat from our attachments. And just see what happens. There is value to having those things removed, uh, at least temporarily, for you to really shift your perspective. And so that's the offering I wanted to make. I think that 
in these times of let, it, reduction, where things are reduced, right? Certain things, anyway, are reduced. Stimulation from the external world and people is reduced right now. You're, you're left with yourself. What can you discover besides that you can do a lot of push-ups? <laughs> what can you discover about yourself? We have an opportunity right now to really um, consciously cultivate compassion that begins by witnessing our own suffering, but also figure out how we want to move forward in connection. Maybe with a little lighter load, maybe a little less attached, maybe a little less averse. I'm just saying it's possible. I'm not gonna rush your process. I'm not saying you should get there today. And if you're not, you're doing it wrong. I'm just throwing out there that maybe a little shift of perspective around the things you feel like you're missing would benefit you. And I know if it benefits you, it's gonna then benefit all those whose lives you touch whether in your home or remotely like we are right now. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh good, someone, you just did 25 push-ups. I'm glad, I'm glad. Good, that's what I'm saying, do your push-ups. And dot, 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 what else, what else? All right, let's sit my friends, my neighbors, let's sit. Okay, so find a workable seat. And we begin as we do each day with an awareness of our physical selves. This is the part of yourself that likes the push-ups. This is the part of yourself that benefits the most from the push-ups. So really acknowledge this vessel that you cruise the world in, your physical body, just a part of you, not all of you, just a part of you. And notice all the contact points between your body and the floor, your cushion, whatever it is that is supporting you from below. Really sink into that, lean into that support. And as you do that, observe when we sink in, ground down, we also rise up through the crown of your head tops of your shoulders, bridge of your nose, even the tops of your ears. Feel yourself at once dense and solid and heavy and then also light and luminous. And bring awareness now to the union, the junction, the space between those two poles. Feel your abdomen toning, perhaps as a result of all those push-ups, and the strength of your back. And feel how those collaborate to support your ability to both root and rise in this posture. Feel the weight of your palms on your thighs, and a softness at the base of your skull, and the roof of your mouth. Do a little scan of your shoulders. Notice if they're clenched or tensed unintentionally. And see if you can find that union of sitting up tall and engaged and soften your shoulders down. 
And then let's enter into the space of the subtle body by accessing it through the portal of your breath. Notice the quality of your breath in this moment without trying to change it or fix it. And then observe what happens when you observe it. And observe your inner landscape. What's happening on the level of your being that is energetic, pranic, chi? How is your energy moving today? Is it coalescing in certain places in your body? Is it moving freely? rapidly or slowly. In meditation, we often are gathering information about our whole selves in this moment. That information serves us in making wise choices. Witness your emotional state today. How did you wake up? Some of us are riding a roller coaster of empowerment and despair and all the variations in between. Let's not waste life force on judging how you're feeling today and simply observe it. Gather information so that we may make wise choices for ourselves and each other today. Become aware the one who is observing. Become aware, the one who is aware. This is a layer of your being that doesn't ride the roller coaster, in fact. This is the layer of our consciousness that reminds us to step off the roller coaster for a moment. The layer of our being that knows the truth of impermanence, everything always changing, changing, changing. 
This is our agile self, ready to work with what arises, ready to go without what we are attached to, resilient, resourced. This is you too. go deeper, head towards an awareness of your soul itself, that within you which is indestructible, impervious to all the trials and tribulations that happen in life. always existing in a state of bliss, ananda. A bliss that comes simply from being in this life, being alive today. Now pan out, neighbors, and witness your wholeness. Embrace each layer, your physical self, your energetic self, your emotional mind, your wisdom, your unique yet highly connected soul. You are already all these things. Perhaps in different moments, Different layers are dominant and prominent, but at all times, may you remember your wholeness. Perhaps you have resources far vaster than you've ever imagined. Let's bring our hands together in front of our hearts. Collectively offer the merits 
of this morning's sit and our coming together to co-create a little online neighborhood. Let's offer these merits out to all beings, beginning with those whose lives we have the privilege of touching directly or indirectly and to all beings everywhere, especially those who are suffering most, who feel under-resourced, under-supported, and fearful. May our efforts in some way be of benefit. And may we teach by our living example. Om Shanti. Shanti, Shanti, peace, peace, peace. Thank you so very much. I'd love to just say this. If you felt any friction around anything that I said today or felt um, any aversion, I would recommend as a friend and a fellow practitioner that you lean into that a little, explore that a little. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm right, um, but I think it's very helpful for us to both look at where we have resonance and dissonance, because in both scenarios, I think that there's something magnificent to learn. So that would be uh, my offering as a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really understand the kosher study has been felt. Thank you. Oh, good. I wanted to go back because I felt like there was some comments that I was talking during. Thank you. Work so many working so hard more than ever to support themselves and their community. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I really uh, just hope that we are able to really kindle compassion within ourselves. Um, this is just such a remarkable opportunity to do that, to advance our spiritual practice, to um, reframe our yoga practice uh, from being like what many are calling an outlet to an inlet. Just saying. I adore you. Thank you, as always, for giving me purpose and, and a place to be in the morning. Um, Coop says, guess I should have challenged you to 10 hours of meditating. Uh, no, I'm saying push-ups, push-ups, let's do them. Uh, but it did make me laugh. Yeah, 10 hours of meditation. I like that. Let's do it. Uh, thank you, thank you, all of you, once again, for your presence. I'm really grateful to you. I hope that you can embrace this opportunity uh, when you're ready. I want to keep emphasizing that. This isn't rushing. I'm just sharing what's coming up for me. It's where I am right in this moment. And in the event that this lands with any of you in this moment, or it lands with you in a year, then, then that, that makes me inspired to offer it. So may it be of benefit. Have the most workable day you possibly can. Listen to some music. Um, my, I have an email going out first thing tomorrow morning, and if you want to receive that, you could go to my website, ginacaputo.com, and subscribe to my email list. Um, and yeah, and I'm, I'm putting out um, another class this morning, 
and I'm still taking your requests. They've been great and I've been doing them. So if there's something that you really think would serve you, um, let me know, shoot me a note, please, please, please. Love the idea of all of us watching 10 hour videos of each other meditating. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> all right, y'all, have a workable day. I can't wait to see you in the morning. Namaste.